Slow down, you crazy child. You're so ambitious for a juvenile. But then if you're so smart, tell me why you're still so afraid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where's the fire? What's the hurry about? You better cool it off before you burn it out. You got so much to do and only so many hours in the day. Hey, hey, hey. But you know that when the truth is told that you can get what you want or you can just get old. You're gonna kick off before you get halfway through. Ooh, when will you realize the construction life's for you? <laughs> <laughs> Matt, thanks so much, Thank man. Thank you, Manny. Oh, dude, it's good to meet you, That's man. That's awesome. We chatted a few times, had really uh, uh, long, long conversations yeah. about this industry and what you do and what's going on and yeah. all kinds of stuff. So we got... Uh, let's record it. Let's do it. <laughs> let's let's put it on it. tape. Thanks so much for being uh, coming to the studio and being a part of the show. Thanks man. for having me, man. This is awesome. This nice video. little setup you got here. Thanks, this, is, man. this is awesome. Oh, we like to try to hospitality, you know, yeah. a little bit. But I do thank you so much for, you know, absolutely. I, I was wondering when this was going to possibly get used or whatever, but also the speaker that you brought me, yeah. which is insane, man. Yeah. So I love that so much. And a hoodie, too, man. A so hoodie? I'll be, I'll be sporting that. Yeah. Let me totally know. be sporting absolutely. that. Absolutely. Uh, let me tell everybody who's here. So Matt McCarthy's here, M&J Electric, www.mjelectric.ca, uh, and your email is uh, mmccarthy at mjelectric.ca, and also info at mjelectric.ca. That's right. And then on Instagram, it's m and the word and, J Electric. That's right. Shout out to uh, Dan, Dan Wall, Covenant, yes. I always got to look at Angelina because she's smarter than me. Yeah, <laughs> she's basically. the one that runs it all. <laughs> That's all it is. So I'm wearing his tea, Covenant House. Thank you so much. Today is going to be electrical day. It's electrical. It's one oh one. I love. Uh, listen, I love having conversations with electricians, man. Yeah, because you guys know what you're doing. You know what I mean. You know most. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just want. I want to start off. We're going to get to the nitty gritty. Go. I want to put it to rest right now. I see all these Instagrams. TikToks. You're going to talk about vacuums or brooms? Or I'm something? going to talk about vacuums okay. or brooms. Okay, all right. Bring I want to tell Bring you one up. thing. Okay. If your electrician is not cleaning up after himself, you got the wrong one. That's a, and that's I will say it right line. now. It's bottom line. I've been doing this. I'm a, I look like a young guy. Um, I'm 30, yeah, he's 19 I'm, years, man. 19 years. Uh, actually, I looked at my license the other night. It's 20. 20 years How now. How old are you, man? I'm 37. Wow. I started when I was 17, dropped out of high school. Um, and went right into it. Right into the trades? Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, unfortunately, I had to do night school to, to finish. Uh, start the apprenticeship and, and do all that. But, yeah, got right into it from day one. Uh, worked during the day, went to night school at night, and here we are. Did you get a lot of flack being so young and coming into construction? <sighs> like, who are you, kid? It, I don't, I, it's such a stigma. I don't want to say construction was different back then, but it was. Yes, it was. And it was this old mentality and you hear everyone jokes, you know, foreman throwing stuff at you. Uh, that's, you know, right or wrong, it doesn't matter, but that's the way it was. And, yeah. and there was definitely, a, I would say, a lot more respect um, when it came to, as the young guy, what your job was. You weren't entitled. Mm. Uh, when I started, we had, uh, we didn't have battery tools. We had uh, hacksaws. No cordless Cord yeah with a one inch auger on it yeah with a handle with it, no and, anti -kick. and wind it up right so yeah um so my job you know even though you start at six guess what i'm there at 5 40 opening the job boxes running 
thousands of feet of extension cords because yep. we didn't have uh, cordless tools. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know what? At, at 6 a.m. when guys showed up, um, you're working at 6. You're not just showing up at 6 and having your coffee. and The slow roll right? into you, the you, day. S- 6 o'clock, that foreman better hear things moving because if not, you're going to hear those. He was a, a big Portuguese guy, Nuno. Nuno. And uh, um, you hear him coming, man. What was that, on commercial sites? Commercial. So I, I'm, I was always, I've always done commercial since day one, commercial, institutional, and a little bit of industrial. That's where you guys have to, um, and I'm not dismissing the res. Yeah. I think there's a lot more thought process going on in commercial. <sighs> yeah. No, I agree. I see what you're saying. Like when you're coming into um, – you get, I mean, we can parallel runs for services yeah, and, yeah. and, you know, big, bigger stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely a lot more. You know, you're doing anything from fire alarm to security to um, CAT6 yeah, data, data cabling, uh, lighting, uh, panic. You know, any all you're doing all of that. Conduit work. Conduit. All um, kinds of conduit work. Four-inch conduit. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. How do you bend four-inch conduit? We have a, like a... a Electric bender. Really? Yeah. For or four you, inch. Yeah. If you have enough money, you can use all prefab from the supplier. That's get too expensive nine. though. You can't yeah. make money that way. No. Especially on a commercial. No. But the, the benders out there now, they're they're high tech, but they're expensive. I think Greenlee has one out there for like 20 grand, 25 grand. For a four inch? Uh, I could be wrong. Someone let me know. But I think, I think uh, <sighs> it's up there. But I mean, they're all digital now. I've seen one where you can, you can uh, um, set the degrees of bends that you want, like a computer and it'll, it does it for you and it moves the pipe along and all that. Yeah. It's like a it's like a table rig. It's or like something? a table, yeah, a table really? bender. We call it table bender. Oh, yeah. that must be pretty cool to see. Yeah, it yeah, super Seriously. cool. So, um, so my first company I was at, I was there for. I've only ever worked for two companies. Uh, I worked my first company. I was there. That for, says a lot. First of all, Matt, that says a lot. Yeah. Instead of you just jumping. Yeah, absolutely. Because there's a better raise somewhere else. Yeah, right? you see guys now with resumes. You know, they think it's good that they have 18 different. It, no, it's it's a question. You're not there longer than eight months. What's what's going yeah, on, right? You were rubbing someone wrong, or they were rubbing. Oh, you're a dollar you? chaser, right? Something yeah, like that. So yeah, um, but I was the first company I was there for 15 years, um, and learned so much there. Um, big company, medium size, like um, 40 guys, 30 guys. That's a that's a big company, right? Yeah. Um, they had a dated like cabling division, though. That was a part of that. Maybe electricians. They had 20. All new commercial work or mostly new. Okay, um, a lot of uh, some renovations. We did a lot of work downtown Toronto, Queens Park. Um, got to see a lot of cool stuff with that company. Um, didn't leave on bad terms. Just I moved out west, like not out west. I moved into Cambridge area. Yeah, yeah, out of the GTA. Out area. of GTA. Yeah. They did a lot of East End work. Um, it just it, it it became a lot for the track, especially starting at six a.m. working in you know. Scarborough from Cambridge. That's the unfortunate thing. If you're a tradesperson in Toronto, you expect to drive at least a minimum an hour each e- way. And people, that, uh, an hour. If I'm an hour, that's... You're lucky. Yeah, that's no problem. I'll it's do that bad, all day. man. So, and I was like, I had, you know, company truck, and it wasn't, it wasn't had nothing to do with that. It was just, it was my time. And, um, you know, we, we had discussions about it. They tried to accommodate me. It just didn't work out. So, um, I moved on to another company. I was there for five years, and that's when I, I decided to... Uh, to open up this one after that how was how was your experience becoming an apprentice and working with journey and then getting that whole thing outside of the razzing and all those other yeah crap? no that was okay you know yeah. what the company i was in where i started out was amazing because it was a lot of family 
Okay. A lot of family, uncles, cousins, um, everyone had um, like an interest in the company to do, yeah. and not just to make money, but to make sure the work le- to make sure the work looked a certain way. Yeah. Not just slap it together. Um, and I think by learning that off day one, I didn't get into any bad habits. A lot of guys out there have bad habits, and it's not their fault. You know, if you get set up with uh, a journeyman who, who doesn't have, I don't know what you want to say, the, the care, not care, but just There's doesn't more interest him. outside of the yeah, scope of work right? that he's doing instead um, of the scope of work. Is it the apprentice's fault that when he, you get him, he doesn't know any better, right? Um, yeah, but uh, you hear a lot of Sparkies talk about uh, they're not teachable. Like they don't want to learn. I agree with that to yeah. a certain point. But I mean, that's a, that, I'm not going to just say electricians. I'm no, no, anyone, anyone trades. in the trades. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know what? You you give me give me. Uh, so my second company I was at was a larger um, company, and I end up being a foreman for them with some pretty uh, pretty big jobs. And I would tell my project manager, "Give me like half an hour with a kid, and I'll tell you right away." What were you looking for? Just the sense of drive. Okay. You know, um, I would tell them, you know, they would come into the trailer, we'd go through all the paperwork, safety talks, and I would sit, you know, I wouldn't, um, I'd let the other guys go, sit down one-on-one with them. You know, I'm not here to yell and scream at you. It's not, that's not my style. We know, though, what the work needs to get done at the beginning of the day. There's a to-do list on our whiteboard, and everyone gets their job, and, you know, in, in our eight hours, that's what needs to get done yeah. to stay on schedule and on track. Uh, I have bigger people to answer to that are a lot more scarier than me. <laughs> and true. no, they're not scary. It's just true. You know, you, you're dealing with the owner directly who has a real personal interest <laughs> in what's going on. Well, he's got a When you're talking millions of con- dollars, yeah, right? Exactly. You're talking like a electrical, uh, job that's $13 million electrical contract. That's not chump change. That makes or breaks. I know. Right? That, de- that decides whether or not you got work for another year. Yeah. So, um, you know, you give me that, I'll say, you know, don't ever, ever let me catch you just standing there. If you look hard enough, there's something to do. If you see a piece of wire on the floor, if you got nut, go clean it up. Something. You know, I might see you and say, hey, what are you doing? No. Okay, come with me. Let's go. But don't, or walk around with a screwdriver, you know, or, or start, if you see a guy bending pipe, go over there. Hey, hey you know, so stuff like that. Um, so you, you learn pretty quick on, on kind of their sense of uh, interest in kind of where their head's at. For Being a part of a team, too. Being part of a team, how well they gel. Yeah, with it's not one there. electrician that's putting this stuff, stuff no. together, man. No, you're all working together. You yeah. might have a guy doing all the conduit. Yep. Another crew following you, doing all the wire. You know, hey, what'd you do with it? Okay, yeah, no problem. Okay, pull the wire here, right? So everyone's got to gel together and, and, and not only mesh with each other on a team as electricians, but also with the drywallers, with framers, with, you know, it's not just us. So you have framing. So talk to the framers. Hey, you know, we were hoping to get this floor done. When do you guys think Friday? Okay, perfect. Monday, yeah. So Give them a heads up. So it all comes can, down just yeah. to communication on site. And I think a lot of guys together. say that, right? Yeah. It's all communication. Were you seeing mostly young guys getting into the business or were there some guys that were changing careers and getting into the business a little bit later on? I've seen a lot of um, old, like, you know, late later 20s, earlier 30s. Yeah. Um, I leave a couple guys coming from like the banking industry. Um, really? Yeah. I know. I don't think they were. It's not know, for them. No, they weren't like... Uh, Big hedge fund guys, but yeah, no, no, no. But like at at, at uh, I guess the yeah, just, level. Yeah, I think it just uh, they just figured you know the political office life isn't for me, and 
I, I think everybody. you I think you hear about you know construction's not for everyone either though. Yeah. It's uh it's pretty tough. You know? It is a tough racket there. And and then also to get a kid and also when they're too young, sometimes they're not ready to make that decision. That's right. They're pushed into it. Yes. Uh their parents now, especially nowadays, many, you know, um your your kid's fifteen. Go 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 uh go be an electrician, you'll make a hundred thousand a year. Yeah, find something. Well that's not why you should be yeah. you know. Uh, I could be making 30000 a year. I still love what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, I can wake up at 4 a.m. and be happy because I love what I'm doing. So what was it for you, though, Matt, when you were in high school and, and like, you're young at that time? Yeah. Why electrician? <laughs> Why? The, bless you. Why? Bless you. The, <laughs> bless you. <laughs> um, so uh, I think it was grade 10. What did you see? Or who did you? I didn't see any. What did you see? <laughs> I'm just I'm uh, okay. I was in grade 10. And I came home with my report card. I was very famous for always the teachers never giving report cards or they forgot my name. <laughs> so I came home. I think I got, oh, boy, that's embarrassing, like a 3% in history. 3%? Yeah. Did you even show up? Uh, so this is what my dad was most <laughs> mad about. Okay. The fact that it was 3%, not 0 like the fact that you gave three <laughs> percent, you might as well. Just <laughs> you might as well like, why did the you even other do way that? Or the just other don't show up. Yeah. Like, what are you right? So, what anyway, did you, school. What did you accomplish for three <sighs> percent? I, I couldn't even tell you. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Um, so obviously, I wasn't. I, I was a goofball. I was a class clown, goofball. Didn't care. Um, had other things to do. Better things to do. I knew yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. So got a good gig at Rona. So I said, I'm not going to go back to school. So got a good gig at Rona in the summer as a forklift driver at a, one of their spots in receiving. And I think I was making like 24 bucks an hour. As a 17-year-old kid? Yeah. And I was like, not bad. This, this is not bad. And this is quick math. I don't know, 18 years ago? Yeah, two decades ago. More? That's good money. So like, and I got to work 6 a.m. to 2 a.m., weekends off. So I broke it to my, you know, I'm not really thinking about going. Wait, six, 6 to 2 p.m. 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, saying, sorry. Wait. Okay. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> so beautiful. Yeah, no, right? it's like prime hours, man. So prime rate. Go home, have a power nap, and go out with my friends when they get home from school. Um, so busted that news. And uh, I, I think it went the way of me coming home one day. And my, my father, my father's an electrician. Okay. Uh, started out, not anymore, but did the all that and worked for Square D and Schneider. Um, and came home and he goes, uh, there's nothing wrong with working at Rona, but you're not, I'm, my son's not making a career at Rona. And I had a pamphlet on the, on the, uh, uh, table for electrical pre-apprenticeship. Okay. You want to go there starting, I think it was like the Monday or the following Monday. And that, like, that's your choice. So that's how it started. Yeah. And that's how it started. That was I, the first day. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my first term report card. So I did a year. My first term report card, I had like all 98s. Not 97, 3%. Wait, 97, 3%. <laughs> yeah. And my, so, yeah, I like it. This is, this is what I want. That's what it is, man. Everyone's got to find their right? deal. Um, it just clicked. Yeah. And since that day, yeah, hit the ground running. So the apprenticeship was good. Found apprenticeship was good. Um, had good guys, smart guys, good electricians. Still keep in touch from that old company with a lot of the guys. Um, even like the operations manager has me on Facebook and messages me once in a while. Yeah. And I never, um, burn a bridge, you know, you don't. is it true that it's hard? Like, I mean, you, you, you everyone still stays connected cause it's hard to keep good guys. 
Yes. So you just never know. You don't know where, I mean, you right now you're on your own, but <clears throat> you're with the company for a while. Yep. But you never know what's going to bring for you that's five right. years, 10 years from now. And that's the thing. Uh, everyone looked at me. Um, so I worked, my second company I was at that I just left was a larger union company. Uh, the first company was not union. Okay. Uh, so I ended up going union just because there was more of a West End boundary. You're always going to be in this built-in Cambridge and they were strict with that kind of thing right okay uh, you're going to be a foreman truck phone right off the bat um, and people are going hold on Matt you're, you're you're making how much money as a foreman your pension your vacation pay vacation what are you doing to open up your own company I know. hold on a second your girlfriend is pregnant <laughs> <laughs> and hold on we're in a this thing of a pandemic yeah and you're stuck. You're opening a company. There's everyone's closing. <laughs> what are you doing? Why are they so surprised? I said, if I'm going to do, it, I'm doing it now. That's the best time to. I'm, do it. I was uh, 35 years old. If I, you know, I felt like if I didn't do it then, it's just going to forever be a what if. Right, man. You're, you're quoting jobs. You're meeting clients. You're doing everything that an owner does. Why are you not doing this? Mm -hmm. And it just clicked. Did you like the union versus the non-union? So I'm not, no, no, I'm not trying to, listen, man, <coughs> I have respect for the unions. I, I do too. I have respect too. for non-unions, right? Yep. And it's, I think it's, it goes back to the trade. I got, yeah. I got treated the same way. Okay, great. Put it that way. Perfect. In the same, um, also, I'm not here to, to blow my own horn, but I never needed the protection of a union in my work. You know, um, yeah. I, I never... Keep you have, your job. You always have these guys at yeah. the end of a job. Where are we going next? What's the next? I ne never want, you know what? In in my entire career of 20 years, I've never been laid off for one day. Once you start. I actually it. begged my, the last company. We were in between jobs. Um, my, my girlfriend had our daughter and I was doing crazy hours. The job finished up. The next one, there was like a four week kind of period. And I, and I remember begging the project manager saying like, please, I'll just give me the four weeks off. And he goes, Matt, you don't let good guys stay home because hmm. someone else will scoop you up. Yeah. So he, he for, I, we worked out an agreement. I only want to do half days or I was picking and choosing what sites I want to go to because what guys are there and what well, work it is. At least they is. understood. They understood but, you know, when And, and I, listen, I don't do, I'm not a special electrician. I just go to work, keep my head down, do what I had to do, enjoy what I'm doing and give a great end product. And I, I, um, I cared about the end product of how it looked yeah. and it represented my work. I could go with the pictures. Oh, I love this. Great, great, right? Going, showing all your family at home. Look what I did. Did they get it? No. Oh, no, your dad no. must have got it. My dad will get it. He yeah. thinks it's pretty cool. Yeah. He always, you know, uh, a lot of my friends are in trade. So was your dad showing him, showing you his Polaroids? No, he started in Montreal, in <laughs> right? So I don't think it was a whole different game. I don't even really? know. Really? Yeah. What's the electric? I don't even know. Um, I'm trying to think. Of they don't even have in, uh, what it's called. But, I don't uh, even know what it would be different there. Other than just, I guess, the names and all this other stuff, yeah. right? So, yeah. So he would, you know, uh, my, a lot of my friends uh, are all trades, so they don't care. What are they? I did did a they 6, get into an electrician or did they get into? No, I have, well, I have a lot of electricians, um, HVAC, uh, plumbing, gas fitters. So all, all kinds. The tickets, all the tickets. Yeah, all yeah. the tickets, yeah, yeah. Big stuff, Red Seal. Which is like recession-proof. Yeah. Stable work. Yeah, it's you know what it's a if stand. you're good, 
you'll get. Yeah, I'm not worried. I don't, simple. you know, um, obviously I want M&J to be here till my son, if he wants to take over or yeah. if not, that's fine too. But it, worst case scenario, I'm not, I'm not worried, you know. What's the M and J? What's the uh Man James? So I do have a partner. Oh, okay. He wasn't able to make it today. Okay, He's, all right. He's cool. uh, out and about. Uh, maybe we'll do another one. What's his name? James. James. All right, cool. Yeah, we call him Jamie to annoy him. His actual <laughs> name's Jamie. Um no, but he so he's uh so he was pretty much like a lead hand. Uh when I was a foreman at the union company, he was like a lead hand for me. Okay. So he's kind of my go to guy. Um he's twenty oh 26 or 27 okay a little bit younger a lot younger yeah uh but man does he has drive he has drive and we were just sitting in the trailer one day and i think i joked about it or i don't know even it came up like that let's do it next thing i know all of a sudden we're applying for business license and i i got my master's i got my master's james uh, james is licensed really so yeah so I'll, i'll be honest matt it's like not a lot of like like trades partner up like that right no a lot of people are saying oh you're doing it with someone else yeah yeah it's a lot of them are going solo yeah but i i think you're better off if you partner <laughs> i i like it i knew him good well enough i knew his work style is the same as mine that's important yeah um you know what me and him we fight and we'll, we'll spit what's off our mind and we maybe won't talk to each other for a couple hours but at the end of the day job's you know, done yeah job's done we we you know we'll send a text that night. You still love me, <laughs> <laughs> right? And then uh, we'll move on to the next one. That's it. Because um, there's gonna be another fight. Yeah, but there's gonna be another job. And everyone has a position in the company. You know, not every, just because you're an owner. Not everyone. Not one person makes all the decisions. It's yeah. a mutual thing. And you know what? You're you're good at the on-site guy running things. That's your thing. My thing is meeting the clients and getting the contracts and getting the work. So everyone has, as long as everyone understands what their role is in that company, yep. um, I, I think I think it works fine. For us, it's been working no problem. We're still early, but I think it's been yeah, It's, it's not been too great. early, man. Two years, is, and especially two pandemic years. Yeah, and we this year we had our greatest year. The number, like, mind-blowing. Really? We did. Yeah, big and it's stuff. all word of mouth? Um, we hooked up with a lot of interior designers, um, uh, GCs. So you're doing resi now? So I got into uh, cut more custom custom, custom homes. Yeah, okay. uh, we'll still do. I still take on um, people calling me off of Google or whatever, and uh, you know, uh, basements, kitchens. You know, that's easy peasy. Was it difficult for you to shift from commercial to residential? Man, commercial electricians have no business in resi. Really? <laughs> what are it's they a doing? different game, man. What are they? Well, just the way you run things and how you do everything, and yeah. you know, and there's no T-bar ceiling; it's all in drywall. Um, it's and and you know, resi guys I see come to commercial; they have a hard time with the pipe, and so it's really it took us. Um, I'm sure we probably lost money on the first couple of jobs just the way we were running. James things. was the same thing. James, well, yeah, same. So same. both of you guys were looking at custom resi. Yeah. Wow. Um, so, you know. The way we run things isn't how a resi electrician would do it. There's tricks. No, you come off the switch here or add that plug. To, you know, all these little little things. Why don't you pull a three-wire to this box and come off with your two circuits instead of two separate runs? So uh, I have one of my best friends. Uh, <coughs> I've known him since we were seven. He has an electrical company. So we've been 
how do you do this? Oh yeah, no, you don't do it like that. It's man. good that you guys. And then are when he does, with each yeah, other, when he does man. commercial, he comes to me, right? Because he was always a resi guy. Pick your brain. You so, pick his brain. Yeah, yeah. That uh, so definitely on the first two jobs. Uh, I think the ESA inspector made a joke when he came onto our first house. What did he say? He goes, uh, "You guys, uh, you guys are commercial electricians." <laughs> <laughs> so, what yeah. was he noticing? It's way too neat. You spent way too much time stapling and making things look good and. Uh, not to say resi don't no no just it's, it's just a different yeah. you know measuring out staples probably i don't know crazy stuff like that it was you that sent me yeah you sent me the picture of the rafters no no what? i thought it was you that someone someone drilled through all the rafters to no. run their 14 too really and i was like no we, so we don't go that far <laughs> no but i'm like why are you doing that, man? You don't. Ah, that's need to great, do great that. ambition, but <laughs> it's really costing a lot of money. <laughs> I, I, I think it was. I'm trying to remember who sent it, but I was, I was questioning if you're drilling a one inch hole yeah. in a two by four. How good is that for the roof? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's compromised. So ESA, I think in 2021, the new code that just came out. There's a new rule that when you're running wires in the attic space, you have to be if you're. How do I explain it without them seeing my hands? <laughs> you have your, your ceiling joist and then your rafters. Yes. If it's more than one meter in height between the two. Yes. Before, between your collar yes. and your rafter. Yeah. If it's yes. more than a one meter height. The wire. You, you can't run wires past that point anymore. So when you, you can't do a full send from one corner of the house to the other. But you can let it just ride the bottom of it. All the it has to be within that meter. Oh, within that meter. Yeah, really. So that no one, because they don't want people walking in the attic anymore, stepping on the Romax. So either you have to drill through every ceiling joist. That's why they did it. Or you have to stay within a meter. Yes, yeah, so or less. So that it's it uncomfortable for someone to walk in there. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, that's new. I think that came out twenty twenty one. Is it just me or is ESA always? Uh, and oh. Simon's listening right now. But are they always just making up new? fucking rules man uh, it's a license to print money the manufacturers are in on it to bring out new stuff are they really absolutely so absolutely there's a lot of little are. electrical lobbying sure. going on envelope here envelope quotes. there i'm doing quotes right now <laughs> no, no we got video people can see you um, but i seriously so that's what's going on right now I, man how do they put some of this stuff i don't, I don't get some of the stuff that they right? put in there um silly stuff now here if you're in a flood area your whole basement has to be gfi protected so now it's up to the electrician to find out. So I'm in KW area. You have the uh, Grand River. Yeah. So there's, you have to. <laughs> Your whole basement. You have to get a hold of the conservation um, The tree police. I know. The tree police. The guys who work. And find out what the flood zone is for that area. And if you're in a flood zone, everything in the basement has to be GFI protected. Everything. I don't, I don't agree with that. And why, so why? I got into it with a, I didn't get into it with Inspector, but a discussion. Yeah. Saying, it didn't happen to me, but we got in, we talked about it. And I said, how am I supposed to know if this is a flood zone? That's up, that's up to the electrician. That's to, on you now. Yeah. So. They just make up stuff, man. They make up. I, I I'm not even a fan of arc fault uh, receptacles. Pain in the, in the butt. I don't. Every time they plug an old vacuum in and it it's trips it. It trips it. And then I got to drive two hours on a Saturday to go reset it. And it's going to happen again. And now, is that a money thing? Because now you're damaging that. So now you got to get a new one and you got to change it. And I then. think if you want to actually talk like CSA standards and someone tell me if I'm wrong. 
I don't if what breaker trips one time, I believe technically, and this is any breaker. Okay. I believe the rule is you now have to replace it because it's had a fault. So I don't, I didn't read. I so I think someone told me that in a training. So I guess technically or mechanically speaking, that breaker it's now doesn't have that same integrity. So it may not trip again if there's a surge. I think so, yeah, that's their theory. Yeah, I guess. Then that means you'd be spending so much money hiring an electrician to come in here to change a breaker. I, I think she. I think the trainer did say that because I remember someone challenging her saying, "Well, why do they make breakers reset then?" Because we got tired of unscrewing and, fuses. And she just kind of uh, really moving on. Next slide. Yeah. But you know, you know how co- like how expensive I'm that curious. would be if that was well, the our case? fault breakers now. Oh, it's insane how much they are. Right? Arc fault breakers now. You got the combo arc fault GFIs you can do. Um, basically, your whole house is arc fault now, except for kitchen and a bathroom. Right? So then your vacuum's dedicated, but then if you plug in a Dyson, Dyson's consuming 15 amps, isn't it? Yep. So you can't use a Dyson, I guess, on the bedroom floor. And it's not even it's not even the amperage. It's It's the... Because you're, you're the motors in the vacuums have brushes, right? And then on a motor, the motor turns, and then you get an arc between the brush. Yeah. I don't remember trade school. I don't know, commutator. Okay. Something like that. Anyways, you get an actual arc. That's it. That's what happens in motors. There's always arcing. Yeah. Well, the breaker picks up that fault, thinks it's a fault, arc fault, and trips. Um, I think it happens with, like, a lot of older vacuums. I thought it was designed, like... Yeah. They're definitely gotten a lot better. Kids were like overloading all their receptacles in the bedrooms, and then fire started happening. Yeah, so the it whole came the Christmas the trees. whole principle. I think the states came out with the whole arc fault first, of course. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and what they figured was um, in your bedroom, how many beds get slammed up against the wall, and you know, I think probably even in my house, I have it done. Like it, the the bed's going to block it, so you plug it in, and then you slam the bed behind it, and you're you're crimping the wire and the pl- the plugs coming halfway yeah. out of the wall yeah. you're creating and, and then problem. you get dust right yeah a lot of dust because you don't clean behind your bed you don't yep. pull it out and clean so you get dust and then when that dust if there's a spark that dust is what triggers the fire um there was a st- statistic in the states when they introduced uh arc fault um it was a high percentage of fires that that it uh fires came down significantly in houses is it true though? I'm just curious about uh, smoke alarms. Now you have to have the three, right, regarding OBC. So you um, gotta have smoke, carbon, and strobe. Yeah. So carbon only needs to be like in your main area, like top of the stairs, the main floor, at the bottom of the stairs. I thought carbon had to be in every single closed bedroom. They changed that rule as well too. Did they? Because the carbon monoxide while you're sleeping, you can't detect it. Yeah. So that's why you have to put it on every single floor, and then one in every bedroom. Yeah. Right, and that's why on on any given, if you got a four bedroom house, mm-hmm. you can have five carbon detectors on that one floor. Right, and they were supposed to be, I think, hardwired with a battery back. All all hardwired, all with hardwired. battery backwired, interlinked. Right. Yeah. So if one goes off, they all go off. Yeah. Um, last I know, I haven't. If it's new, I haven't heard about it. But we used to, you'd put a CO, um, like in the hallway. Yeah. Outside the, sensors, the yeah uh, the um, bedrooms. Yes. And then the smoke strobes in the bedrooms. Yeah, that's right. right? And then, uh, yeah, and yeah, that's, I don't mind. It's, I mean, it is what it is. I don't know if you, I, I have a newer house. Um, and um, 
my girlfriend was pregnant at the time. I was working really early in the morning. She called me at like 5 a.m. Um, she was crying and she says the smoke detectors are going off. I said, okay, uh, what do you want me to do? Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm Get an hour away. And just so um, she said, well, main floor is nine foot ceilings. Right? Oh, okay. So, and then upstairs. So, uh, I mean, granted, she was woken up from deep sleep and she's praying in and things are all over the place. And, and she goes, uh, I said, well, is there smoke? Like, did you look outside the bedroom yet? No. Okay, go go and look. Is there an actual fire going right? on? Right. So yeah. she looks. Like she's in tears, and she looks. And no. I said, is there smoke? Do you smell anything? No. I said, well, Lisa, uh, call the fire department. I don't know their number. <laughs> uh, man, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> was it a fire? No. So I guess dust was in. It was when we first moved in, maybe about a year later. Oh, maybe so there was, it was just dust inside. Dust and and yeah, it? who knows, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but the strobes, Manny, the strobes are deadly. I don't like them. So it went off one another night when I was home at you two a.m. I couldn't man. see. I know she was laughing. I was holding the wall to get to the light switch to at least turn the lights on. Your house turns into like a nineteen eighties music video. Yeah, you and it's bad. It's Coming bad. out of a deep sleep like that, you are so discombobulated. You're out of focus on your vision. It's, yeah, and then you're getting this strobe into your vision. I think it's and it's blinding. Eighty strobe. decibels. The the sound. Eighty five decibels. It's bad, man. Yeah. That's why I don't. I don't. I mean, where's this testing coming from? Where are they coming up with this stuff? I don't know. Let me share a little history here, man. History and construction. History of the light switch. Well, yes. this is going to be good. The electric light switch was invented by Thomas Edison in 1880. It was one of the number of electric components for light displays he built that year. In, in 1884, John Henry Holmes invented the quick break switch. It was more durable and worked faster by reducing the time it takes for two electrical contacts to meet within a circuit. Uh, his design was very popular in the late 19th century. 1917, Maurice Goldberg and William J. Newton invented the toggle switch. These switches are still common in North America. Switches have changed very little since then, but computer technology has allowed us to activate switches remotely using sense, sensed environments via signals, etc. In the future, we only see what more or see what more is going to happen. Mm -hmm. Now we're all app enabled and Wi-Fi. What is it? Uh, per, uh, what they call again? Um, the switches that are relay into a nap. What are they called? Uh, oh. Cassette. Yeah. Cassette. Oh, yeah. I don't know why I forgot that name. Yeah. But yeah, so now you can, one. you can park a, like a face of a switch somewhere. Yep. You don't even Pico. need a, Yeah, Pico. Pico switch. That's, that's what it is. Lutron has the big one out there, I think, Pico. I know, but I like, know. so they're not, you don't need a box. Nope. You don't need anything. Nothing. You just need a signal being just relayed. Just a signal. Are we getting like mad to the point where we're walking into our house and there's just, like if we had infrared glasses on, we would see all these signals oh, all over our house. Oh, just wait from 10 years or 20 Is that what it's going to be like? Sure. Isn't that doing anything to us? <laughs> it's got to be doing something. It's got to be doing Everything something. nowadays does something to you. There's a Drink too much milk is bad for you. Not enough, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> my doctor said, not enough sugar. Okay, stop drinking, having sugar. Okay. No, you need a little bit of sugar. No sugars. Oh, my gosh. Jeez. I'm going to go to the mechanic and ask yeah. him. Yeah. Oh, that's what... I mean, so... Like, you're always adding more and more new stuff to the homes. Yeah, I love it. I guess everybody now is asking... It's not code yet. Mm -hmm. uh, battery charges for electric cars. No. It's not code. Um... I think, is it a building code? Wait, sorry. I'll correct. New construction. Yes. You have to run it. Yes. But not necessarily connect Terminate it. it. Yeah. Correct. A That's pipe, whether you're doing a conduit correct. or the wire there, but you don't need to terminate it into the panel. So why don't we, okay, every person that I know that has wanted or has a electric vehicle, mm -hmm. they also have a pool, they yep. have a hot tub, yep. 
they have all these other components that yeah, saunas and saunas yeah big one so are we running like i mean 200 we were talking off mic before we got started right mm-hmm. like all toronto is all two most of it is 200 amp ran, ran and um, then toronto or no no like a lot of so i don't know too much about toronto is i know the older stuff is all 100 amp or 60 amp yes um the newer construction now and i don't know what year it would have started when hydro did it but even though you have a hundred amp service or let's say not service panel yeah. in your house hydro will already give you 200 amps to the meter so that all you have to do is just change your panel and it's you're ready to go and the wires from the meter to the panel that's it and that's it and then you've upgraded your yeah, panel they don't have to do anything because nowadays any typical house does not it's not sufficient to have a 100 amp panel no no i mean if you're going to do it you might as well go 200 and call the day by the time you do now esa is cracking on uh, load calculations really before you could um you know install a hot tub and get it passed and that's it but now esa knows you know you're doing a hot tub maybe you're doing a car charger what's next right so they're making you do these load calculations to see even though it's a 100 amp panel and you don't have much breakers what's the actual load what's the calculation again they're they're square asking, footage of the house and, and then they're asking but how much consumption it's how eight, much yeah 80 percent of it or 80 percent of the service so you're allowed 80 amps okay um, but that's the theory that you'll have your sauna on your hot tub on your electric cars charging your all house that together is is but that's post. not how your house operates man no. So then why is the, the governing body asking you? I know. Going to get a lot of letters, man. Yeah. That's all it is. It's yeah. just, but I mean, it's just, okay, so what are they? Worst case scenario? That I guess it is. Um, worst case scenario. No. I mean, realistically, you're, you're tripping the main breaker. That's the worst case. Yeah, exactly. But then again, we go back to your point earlier where it's like that breaker's fault now, so we have to replace it. Right. No one ever has done it. No, I don't think no. anyone in the history of electrical has ever done it. I still, in me I'm still curious about that. I want to. I, I want to look into that myself. Into Anybody that. else who's like listening, they want to shout if you know out anyone let from us CSA know. or something. Listen, man, I yeah. still have a, a commander panel that I can't stand. Ooh. Oh, I know, I know, and you can't replace those breakers. Oh no, like those, that's that's that should be in a museum or whatever. Yeah. But that thing keeps on tripping just because mm-hmm. I'm changing things and shit, and it's just I just I trip it, mm-hmm. I put it back. Yeah. But I like I gotta pull the trigger one day and bring in a Sparky. Yeah. Get a proper panel in there. Yep. Because that commander panel sucks. Yeah. The breakers yeah. suck. Yeah. But I mean, like, what panels do you like working with? I love a nice home line. Yeah. Schneider home line. Um, Schneider's been around. I like Schneider's been around. They used company. to be Square D, Merlin Gerlin, Federal Pioneer, Square D. My missing one, Stablock. Okay. Federal Pioneer with Stablock. Uh, yeah, they've been around for a while. I mean, I don't really care. Um, my supplier that I like to prefer to use is uh, Square D. Okay. Rep. So that's why I go home line. How's everything in your... I know that in Toronto, I've done the standby generators. I've done a yep. panel swap. I've done uh, added a second, a split the meter. So yep. you can have a dwelling, a basement apartment. Yep. Toronto can be a pain hydro i don't know how it is outside of toronto we did custom home um at royal york and islington oh yeah you had fun (laughs) yeah that was a fight really Um, yeah really looked incompetent on that job though Mm. um told the homeowner i mean i showed him emails fighting with hydro to get this service hooked up overhead service um 
It's funny you bring that up because I, every time I deal with that, just a fight. There's a train of emails that you have to present to the client just yep. to show them you're doing your job. You know, and then he's coming at me and I'm showing him. And well, there's a GC for that project. So he's going in between the GC, Homer, GC, and me. And I said, you know what? Let's just get the, I'm going to show you. Like, we're not, I'm not, I don't want to do, I don't want to, you're not this picking a fight. Four months. Like, oh. So, so I showed him, yeah. no, that's not acceptable. Well, I hate to tell you, but Hydro's a monopoly. If you don't want to do it, that's why they you're not do getting what it. they do. What are you, who, who are you going to? You can't call anybody what else. What are you doing? And it annoys the hell out of me. Um, the homeowner made one phone call and they were there the next day. Don't ask me how, why. Um, he got off the phone. He called me. He goes, I just talked to Hydro. It was easy. They're coming tomorrow. What did they pay? I, I, I don't know how you did that, but no, they paid something. Had to have. Hydro has those stupid rates. Yeah. If you want it done tomorrow, it's X amount. Yeah. If you want it done next year, it's X amount. Get this. I'm exaggerating next year, but six no, no. months or whatever. Well, yeah. I, I just got. We're doing custom home and water down. Um, we got a quote from them to do a new to change the service from overhead to underground, and it's a far run, probably 400 feet. Um took them like two months to give a quote and then they said by the time we have to receive the payment in full to book the job yeah so fine um and then they say yeah we're booking uh 17 weeks out <laughs> and by the way if by the time we do the job there's frost in the ground it's an additional sixteen hundred dollars i think 17 weeks so i said of course there's gonna be frost it's gonna be february if you're booking three jobs during the course of the year, one of those jobs is going to hit frost. <laughs> so, 17 weeks yeah. in frost? Yeah. So I just picture... A little disclaimer. I don't know anybody that works at Toronto Hydro, but I just picture the admin st staff just like walking in yeah. casually. Yeah. Big jelly donut sandwich, whatever. Cigar. Yeah, just like taking their time just to log into the computer yeah. to find out who's in the queue and what's going on and what do I have to do? Yeah, what do we have to do today? Uh, what's in the queue? Dropping a little jelly in there. I love when they say the queue. That's probably my most favorite <laughs> line. Uh, I've heard that. At probably. least you're in the queue. Because I'm in the queue. You weren't in the queue. If you're not, if you're not in the queue, that's a big problem. You want to be in the queue. <laughs> it sounds like a Seinfeld episode. <laughs> the queue. But I don't. You're right. It's a monopoly. And they got to stop that. On that same job, we're demoing the house okay. complete to the foundation. Uh, so obviously you have to get the overhead service removed from the house before they can do that. So called, make the arrangements, and they said, it's going to take us four to six weeks to have someone to come out. Just to assess. But uh, So my I took it as to come out and do it. It's that an overhead service. Assess, You're hydro. Man. Like, what do you like? No, they got to right? assess, man. So I said, no problem, because I knew, like, we, we me and the GC, we've, we started this process all Like, we're, that's fine. Six weeks, beautiful. The guy comes out. Um, he goes, okay. Yep. I said, are you going to disconnect? He goes, oh, no. I'll just let them know everything's ready to roll and we'll send another truck out. <laughs> he had the bucket truck with him. But they didn't have the paperwork attached that's to right. it. That's right. So then he goes, yeah, man, you're, you're not in the queue. Why is that? <laughs> Why is it? And I mean, I honestly, I would love to get a Toronto Hydro guy on the show. That would be awesome. I would be. I don't know if they'd be able to, but I no. mean, I always find it that when they do show up, it's it's generally like a two or a three percent crew minimum, and two guys of the three move slower moral, than slots on their moral support. And the 
third guy is the boogie guy. Yeah. That guy just hustles, gets it done, grabs the gear, does it. And and while the other two guys are literally still fighting with the left sleeve of their jacket. You know what I mean? The guy boogie around. He's the one that's the uh, the lower pay grade too, probably. (laughs) Exactly. He's trying to make sure. He's doing all the work. And then we start discussing, start discussing things going, okay, so what can get done here? And all of a sudden, before you finish the conversation, the job's done. Yeah. It's like, that's all you needed to do? Yeah. Why didn't we just get this done, man? We were doing one one shit down in Oakville <laughs> for a commercial property, uh, for a four thousand, uh, four six thousand amp service, and they said they were delayed, and the uh, because the factory's downtime. Yeah. Every every minute counts, so when I passed on the information to the the building guy, <laughs> BS. They're they're right there on Trafalgar. There's six trucks at Tim Hortons, so I think he even drove over there. I said this is not a good idea because. You know, this is where social media can they'll be say they'll say now, oh, you know, emergency call can't can't come. Right. They'll play with you, I think. So why can't we change it? So it's not a monopoly anymore. I don't know. Because somebody's made a backdoor I don't know deal or something. Someone's, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Political deals. man. Yeah. All right. But keep up the good work, guys. Yeah. That's all. Because That's we, we need you. We can't move forward without it. Yeah. Yeah. I love the quotes they give for some residential areas where it's underground, the service, and it needs to be upgraded, the wires, because it's not rated for 100 amp. And, like, the quotes that are coming in are just astronomical. We did a job. Like, close, I'm talking, like, 20 grand. Yeah. So they had the underground service, which was in a pit across the street that was servicing the house that we were working on. Mm. So they had to cross three neighbors. Yeah. So they started having conversations with me through email mm-hmm. about excavation and all this other stuff. And I was like, what are you talking about, man? Yeah. And then we even had it all marked. So they already came even before that to assess and they marked where their cables were. But for some weird reason, it terminated in the yard. It didn't make it all the way to the meter. So they couldn't figure out the rest of it. So then it became this whole discussion about we have to excavate, but we have to do it with a, a wet, wet back. Right. Right. Because they have to be careful. Yep. But then they wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. It just became this whole fiasco. It's like, there's got to be another way to do this. I did one with Waterloo. <laughs> it was probably the funniest one. What happened? Um, so you submit for the service layout. Okay. And that's when they tell you, yes, you can go do Tundra. Uh, no, or yes, but you have to, this is what needs to be done. Um, so the guy says, no, the underground wires are not suitable for 200. we got to upgrade. Um, you're responsible for bringing from the prop- right to the property line. Right, you're, so your job yep. is on the property. You yep. stop at the property line, yep. uh, but we're not too sure where the connection is underground. I've heard this one before, and so I had to call him because I like I thought like what is like hold on a second. We're talking about hydro. Like this is like do you not have as built drawings like? No. So he goes yeah. So pretty much you need to get a sucker truck, back truck, and. I'll send you a picture of where we think it is. Man, he took a picture of like three boulevards. So I said, it's, it's going to be like three grand just to find your wire. Yeah. Never mind. You guys lost it, by the way. Yeah. I didn't lose it. it it's, no, it's up to you to find it for us. What? It's up to me at the customer's expense. Because they, they, they were able to trace it all the way up until the property. That point, yep. But then after that point, they weren't able nope, to trace it. can't find it. So it's not their responsibility nope. anymore. Don't care. Again. Don't you don't want two hundred amps? You don't get two hundred amps. But everybody needs two hundred amps these days. Well, now you're in a position where you you have the 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 electric car being delivered or your hot tub being delivered. You need two hundred amps. There's no choice, and they're giving you bills. Yep. Like this, what what are you going to do? 
Have you worked on a house yet that wanted 400? No, I can't wait though. That's Toronto. Yeah. That's a whole set Big of stuff, rules. Eh? That's you're changing the actual line all the way around yeah. right to the transformer yeah. you're changing it. Yeah. That's when you get a house that just has way too much power consumption, man. That's a lot of 400 amps. That's even like, 200 amps. 200 amps is a lot of power uh, for you start getting into some of these homes. I mean, yeah. Like, yeah, what you need and 400 amp is uh, you tell me it's commercial at that point. Is that starting point of commercial? Yeah, we do a lot of I think the smallest one I ever did was 600. 600? The smallest, yeah. All the way up to 8,000 amp. Wow. That's just humming. Humming. <laughs> yeah. I can't say for who. I think there's like a non-disclosure. But no, 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 no. For a big, sure. big, 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 uh, big factory. I'm always fascinated about Sparkies that have this love for electrical. And I'm always curious on why you have the crappy electricians. What is it in their life or what happened that they just said, I'm going to punch the clock and I don't care how this wire looks. I don't care how this panel looks. Mm -hmm. Like I like when social media started and everybody was showing off panel work and everybody was showing off how beautiful everyone was trying to one up everybody drilling mm -hmm. holes behind the panel and bringing the wires from the back Ooh, and yeah. which is all sweet and nice. Yeah. And we, and it always, it, it became an event. You know yeah. what I mean? You put the insulation there, you have the panel, you work with the Sparky as a GC, you get everything already, fire rated board, and it just looks nice, nice. right? And you yeah. want to park that panel exactly where it's supposed to be perfect, right? But then you do have that small percentage of jokers. Why are they like that? What happened in their lives, man? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I would love to know if there's one out there that Were know they, they are. Were they a crappy crimper or crappy linesman? Just bitter or? at life. I don't know. I don't know. Is, Maybe they got shocked one too many times. Someone just spied shat the in wire. their tool bucket or something? Yeah. I don't know what it is. They man. have no pride, though. That's what it is. Right? It's got to be that. Yeah. No, if you don't have pride, I mean, might as well get out. Correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't it take longer to do a shit job when it comes to electrical and wiring? Absolutely. Than it does to do a good job? Absolutely. So it's actually faster to do a good job. Yeah. Yeah. There's speed or quality. You can't have both. Oh, I know. Right? So just do the So, okay. I have an apprentice who, who can tear through a house. Right? Slap plugs on a uh, run pole. But it's going to be... I mean, as it doesn't really matter when the drywall goes on, but wires aren't straight in the stud. You know, I like nice straight, all the yeah. holes the same height. And I'm used to Sparky's drilling holes on laser, man. Yeah. They'll set up a laser yep. and drill holes on laser. Love it. And it looks nice. Client comes Isn't in. Isn't that easier to fish your wire when you're drilling yeah. holes on laser instead yeah. of having one it's all hole perception, here? too, though. When a, when a homeowner comes in, does that not look professional? It does. Right? looks clean this is why we charge what we charge <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> you get a bunch of dog shit i know but the other guy <laughs> does like, a shit job a he charges the same amount for doing the yeah. shit work no true true but homeowners don't really care because no. it's getting covered up yeah you know and the problem is too is plumbers and electricians you know everything gets hidden right so people i find really nitpick at those numbers when they get them because why am i going to pay 30 grand for an electrician it's just wires you're pulling you know um okay don't hire an electrician and right. see if your house works right but um they'll spend you know thirty thousand dollars for an island or i don't know you know i know their lighting packages are stove 30 oh, 40 grand tv accessories speakers yeah. Yeah. everything that is that terminated at the end of all the yeah. wires but it's stuff they can see right tv still doesn't work unless there's power to right. it yeah speakers don't work stove don't work no. nothing works man no so you need the power. Hey, you need to get in the queue. 
Plus, <laughs> <laughs> plus you when you run things properly, it's actually easier and better, faster. Yeah. To chase if you ever have to chase. Yeah. To discover. Because sometimes you in new construction, you'll miss something. Oh, yeah. Right? But yeah. then you'll problem solve a lot faster if it was run a certain way. I already know. This goes to the air. This goes to yes. the air. This yes. makes sense. Exactly. Right? Not, oh, my God. Oh, no. This one went here. Oh, I don't know. What the, but I tap, why did I tap this one? Right? If you do everything in a systematic manner, manner, it makes it so much easier, not only for troubleshooting, to, if the client wants to add something change easy yeah i know oh no now we need to make that whole circuit arc fault or you know what i mean yeah. that's a lighting circuit it's not arc fault now i gotta change so i haven't seen any new pot lights or who's got who's got the coolest pot lights these days i did the rgb ones in my okay. son's room okay um he's four years old he's obsessed with uh, the color purple purple so when he saw me doing getting my daughter's room ready last year he came over and he goes, well, I want my room. Like, why do you do my room? Of course, my daughter got all wainscoting and feature wall with wallpaper. <laughs> what did he do, get cardboard boxes or what? Yeah, my son, no, he just got like a baby blue room and that was it, right? That was it, yeah. Um, so he goes, I want you to paint my room purple. I said, okay, well, I mean, my son, now, no problem, but this is a big commit. Purple's a big committed color here. Light, dark purple? I think he's a big dark, po dark purple, okay. yeah. Okay, so it looks nightish at night. Yeah, yeah. so... I'm not a painter, though. I hate painting. God bless all you painters. It, it really is. Can't cut? Can't cut, no. no can't roll? I have to do, that's the problem. I have to do four hours of taping before I even get started. Oh, just learn how to cut. Find <sighs> the right brush and just find I that can't. groove. Score it with a knife in the corner. I don't know why. And just I've tried all, even those cheaters where the... No, don't do that. I tried that. Don't, and, don't do that. Oh, those many. things are brutal. It's, don't do it's that. It's a mess. I despise painting. So I really who painted do. it then? I painted it. But you, you despised it. I, I hated every minute of it. And you taped the whole thing? Taped it. How many rolls of tape did you use? <sighs> I don't know. I, I think I could have used a few more by the looks of it. <laughs> <laughs> did it so, turn out good? Yeah, it turned out beautiful. It was okay. like a seafoam green. Nice. Yeah. So but uh, so I did my so I, I said, no, I'm not changing your color, but I'll get you purple pot lights. So it's the one now with your app where you can go on and change it all different colors. Nice. Each pot light is a different uh you can, can change different yeah. colors or do whatever you want, right? So I did that. Those are pretty cool. So he likes that. Loves it. He's got this one red, that one blue, that one purple. And daddy changed them tonight. Make this one. Now it gets bossy. That Why are they yellow? I want that. Yeah, so. Give him the phone. I'm thinking of doing them outside next year and doing, uh, instead of Christmas lights, and make them red and green. You can do that? All yeah. You're, you're like your soffit lighting kind yeah, of thing? Soffit lights, yeah, soffit lights. Really? It's mm -hmm. just all in the bulb? Like everything's in the bulb? No, it, it, looks, like, uh, it looks like a slim pot light. Really? Yep. But it has Wi-Fi. Who's making these? I used Q+. They expensive? Mm, I think so. Like what? Like 100 bucks. Really? Yeah. yeah. But. But then you get a lot of freedom. But was it worth to you, if you were to do your soffit lights, was it worth to you not doing Christmas lights every year? It's true. Huh? And waiting too late in the year and you're freezing and. Right? Going up on the roof. And Going up on the roof and there's snow and. Make sure the camera's rolling so you can get yeah. a nice TikTok video yeah. of you falling, <laughs> all that shit, man. Right? So, what's it worth to you? It's true. Right? Uh, let me do Let me do a little OBC talk here. Energy efficiency for homes. At least one programmable thermostat. I think that's code now, no? 
You can't yeah. do uh, regular on and off kind of thing no, anymore. It has to be programmable. Control, yeah, it's got to be all programmable. Programmable thermostat control device must allow for the setting of different air temperatures for at least four periods per day and two days per uh, two day types per week. Include a manual override. Allow the air temperature to be set 13 degrees or lower in heating mode and 29 degrees Celsius or higher in cooling mode if air conditioning is provided. Uh, manual thermostat control device is permitted if controls a heating or cooling system where the capacity is two kilowatts or less. So you can, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, serves an individual room. Furnaces must be equipped with a brushless direct current motor, which all the new ones do, in order to supply energy for cooking appliances and clothes dryers. Every kitchen and laundry space must have an electrical outlet, a natural gas line, or a propane line. Uh-huh. What? That's just... I've got gas for dryer and I've got gas for cooking. Not propane. Propane would be different uh, cities. Yeah. Depends, right? Farther out. But even if you uh, if you change your cooktop, I remember talking to an ESA, I think, agent. If you change your cooktop to gas, mm-hmm. you cannot disconnect no. the original because whoever might purchase go yeah. in there and they may <clears> not want gas and then you still have to have Even that. in the new homes going in. You still um, have to put it. You still have to. You don't have to hook it. Like just like the car charger, you yes. don't have to hook it up, but it's still it's it has gotta to be there. Be there. Yeah, because that's a forty amp. Uh, yeah, yeah, thirty amp for dryer. 40. Thirty. Yeah, no, no, no thirty <laughs> amp. It's a test, Matt. There's a test here. Yeah. No, no, it's it's forty amp for cook and then thirty yep. amp for dryer, and those yep. are your two big ones. I know that coming from the film business, we used to plug in the yeah, cam locks. Yeah. Which is you're not allowed to anymore. I don't think so. Um, I, I got a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Um, I used to do a lot of this stuff with my old company at City of Brampton, like Carabram and stuff. Yeah. So we'd be doing cam locks everywhere. It's the only way you can get power. That yeah. You, you can the go. big generators on the trailers, like 750 kilowatt generators. Yeah, it's insane, man. Yeah. Cool stuff. Um, you got So you and James, do you guys have apprenticeships yourselves or apprentices? Uh, no. No. You guys going to bring anybody on? Yeah. So um, we tried one. We did a really, really big commercial job downtown Toronto this past summer. Um, so you're still in the West End, but you're still taking on work in the core? Yeah, I don't mind it. Because it's for myself now. Got it. A little bit of a drive, no? We start at 6, we work till 2. You miss some of the traffic. So, yeah. We, I mean, and I'm when I say I start at 6, I'm probably on site at quarter after 5. Yeah. I like to get there, have my coffee, open my laptop, get everything going. City's quiet. I was used to... On the sites with the, when I was a foreman, you know, having like 20 guys on site, you better know what every single one of those guys are doing before they show up because it's all time is money. Yeah. The long, you know, to have a guy stand around, it's no good, right? And you have to have backup plans. So I'm more um, equipped with that kind of skill where I got everything planned out. I can tell you in three weeks what they're doing, right? Uh, if that, but if that's your commercial t- training, right? That's my commercial training. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely so, um, you know, you have a guy who's making 50, 60 bucks an hour and he's standing around. No, not acceptable. As a business owner, you're looking at that as lost production, Big loss, man. Huge loss. Every time he's walking for one screw because you didn't give him the right materials or. But that's, you, the, that's the jokers in commercial. They like just kind of walking, looking busy. One percenters. Moving around. The one yeah. percenters. Yeah, that's, exactly. that's the guys. That They're really me. good at looking busy, mm-hmm. but they don't achieve anything. No. Take advantage, but they got things that protect them. Right? Yeah, that's the thing. They get it. rid of someone, but nobody's also paying attention to. Are you doing anything? You get anything done? No. What'd you do today? Nothing. Yeah, but I never told you that. According to me, I did everything. 
And I think sometimes too, <clears throat> when I was a foreman, you have the days where you just don't care. Like, I don't care what, like, just leave me alone. I don't care what, you, like, I'm already worrying about all, who knows what's going on yeah. between the office or materials not being able to be delivered or whatever it is, a bad site meeting with the client. Like, I don't care. Like, just, it's not, I'm not thinking about it. <laughs> and they take advantage of that, right? It's a shame, man, because there's an opportunity to actually do some good work. Big time. Right? Yeah. Or And learn. And learn. Right? Yeah. And actually learn. That was one one kid at the very start when I got started in construction. You're there for eight hours, man. Yeah, you might so as well do something. Might as well learn. Yeah. Ask questions. Pay attention. Yeah. Be a go-getter. The guys that want to hide and be on their phone in the corner and this they and that. Like, well, You're making your day drag on. Yeah. If you really don't want to be here, do something. Your day's going to fly by. Yeah. How many times we have we started and I go, oh, my God. It's already like 11 o'clock. I love those days. I could tell because my stomach. I go, oh, I'm yeah. hungry. What time is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's lunchtime. Now it's time. Right? But then you also got a lot of work done. A lot of work done. That's the best when you got everybody on the site and everyone's oh. working. Everyone's in the groove. Isn't it amazing? And then you pull off yeah. more than what you expected to yeah. pull off. And now you had a huge production yeah. day. Yeah. I love those days. I found a good way was uh, I would tell them, you know, let's get this corridor done. We'll do high rise. Get this corridor. All the lights up today. We can go. Yes. Right? Friday afternoon, Friday morning, let's get this done, let's get out of here. Oh, man, you've never seen these guys work so fast in their life. Because they want a boogie. Yeah. They want to get out of there right. and enjoy so the It's weekend. not that you can't do it. It's just no, you can do it. it. Yeah. I don't know. I've never had that in me not to have that drive. I don't know. Well, I mean, okay, so you're a different generation, but it's, there's a stigma still attached to the generation that's coming in. Yeah. So I, I guess they're still trying to figure out if they want to do it. Yeah, or... They should not be getting coffees for everyone every day. Or why am I always the guy going to get coffee? I still get coffees for everybody. I love getting coffees. I, I get to go away, that. get away from work. Wow. I remember from my foreman, he uh, he took him long time to to find out, but every day he would send me to go get morning coffees, and I would take his change and get a bagel, and I would eat the bagel in the parking lot, and then I would come back, right. <laughs> I laugh when I see these kids come back in like six minutes. Like, dude, <laughs> pace yourself. Oh, crazy lineup, crazy uh -huh. lineup. Uh, pace yourself, forever. man. Yeah, I took it, man. <laughs> Absolutely. So, where have you and James talked about where you're going to take the business? Yeah, we want to. Um, I love residential. Residential is no problem. Love custom homes. I love the stuff that these clients are coming up with now. The clients or the designers? Both. Or Pinterest or house? Yeah. Yeah. Both, right? Like the new stuff coming out, uh, everything, Wi-Fi, all this low-voltage lighting controls, and just everything's out there. It's just a matter of... A lot of options, man. A lot of options, right? I like that about custom homes, how different... Even though, yes, you could have a 3,000-square-foot house, this one and this one could be two different things, right? So I like that uh, part of the custom home stuff. Uh, commercial though I want to kind of stick to the commercial I love commercial it's obviously what I'm most comfortable with um, I'm, com I'm custom homes now or residential now that we got the groove of it very easy for me um, but now you guys are thinking I love the big stuff though yeah give me you know you, you want to get into the, the high tech stuff for right? yeah we're, we got some big stuff coming up for next year um, there's actually going to be can't talk too much about it but there's going to be like a press release on it um, that's big. Yeah, it's going to be one a of the resi? biggest. No commercial. Commercial. Yeah, it's going to be right downtown. Um, 
and yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be cool. That's gonna be I'm excited about that job. Uh, but I love I just want to get big. I love big big electrical stuff. You know, four thousand amp services, transfer switches. I love all that stuff. What do you think? I know this has been a question that's been asked quite a bit. Um, first of all, Toronto doesn't have the electrical infrastructure to sustain if everybody switched no. over to an electric vehicle no. on every single driveway. No. We don't have that. We no. barely have now with how Toronto, I'm talking about Toronto with the streetcars. Yep. The way the whole electrical infrastructure is built right now, mm-hmm. it's 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 archaic. Yeah. So what's going to happen if that does happen where you start getting 50% of the population with EVs? I asked... Um, I don't know who he was. If he actually worked, like, if he was an engineer for Hydro in Toronto. But I brought that up to him. I'm like, man, your infrastructure is so old. And you have some of these houses that are being put in. Or you're taking, I don't even care about the house side of things. That's just one house. But what about all the parking lots downtown that could turn into 47-story condo buildings? And the power that that's needed. Right? Yeah. And that's on every corner in Toronto now. Yeah. Right, uh, I did a lot of work downtown Toronto at like Queens Park, and I remember I loved parking at the Bay and Dundas parking lot. And I hadn't been downtown for so long, and I was down there to go look at a job, and it's gone. Like that was my sp- oh no, what happened to? Well, you <laughs> remember every single parking spot that you could park yeah, at? They're all gone. It's all a building now. Every yeah. single one of them are all buildings. Yeah, now. and all condos. And right? that's that's a lot of power consumption. A lot. So his answer was just kind of. We don't know. Yeah, like we're still, we know it's going to be a problem. Or we don't care. Well, they don't care. I don't know if they're going to figure it out. It's too expensive to change. How are you going to rip up the whole city? You can't. Right? You so can't. Same thing with all sewers and it's not just electrical, it's sewers. So it's a constant repair. It's a constant band-aid. Band-aid. That's all it is. That's what it is. And you're reacting instead of being reactive. You know what Proactive. I mean? Proactive. But I mean, that that's, that's the bad way of doing it. Now, do they know Toronto was going to explode like that? 60 years ago well, I don't know you, It's you, a major metropolitan city It is So Somebody authorized somebody must think 25 towers uh, Leaving the exit of Spadina Someone authorized this Or someone had a big fat Manila envelope With money in it Yeah And authorized these yeah. buildings To be structured there yeah. And then have one exit To get on the one main yeah. artery Out of there Yeah Like come on Like you gotta yeah. figure out That this is gonna just explode And now they're taking over The green space right that's a different, so that's a whole that's other, a whole other. It's, just, it's just, it's sad that it's just money driven. It's not. It is. But then you look at other countries like Sweden or whatever, and they look at, they don't have any debt. They don't have carrying. Everything's infrastructure is all beautiful. It's yeah. set up. It runs. Everything mm-hmm. works. Why aren't we paying attention to that? Why aren't we looking at other cities, countries? My dad and my mom just went to one of those uh, river cruises, the European river cruises. Really? Yeah. The, Where? Uh, um. It was, they went down that the Danube. That the, must have been cool. Yeah, so it was in the Danube River. Okay. So I think they did like Prague and Germany and like you, Switzerland. Yeah. So you come down the river. So anyways, my dad, in each day you stop and get out and do your thing. And my dad was saying like, dude, you have no idea. Like even in Paris, he took the subway. Like you missed the subway. Two minutes later, there's another one coming. Have you seen Paris's subway map? He goes, it's no. But he goes, it's a, what we have is such a joke. It's like a spider web. He goes, even, I think he was in Switzerland, maybe, I think Switzerland or maybe Germany, like the streetcar system they have is unreal. Trams, yeah. Like we're so far I behind. I know. Like Europe is on point. Which is a shame because they came here to build the new world. Yeah. And then they kept on building correctly and we kept on building incorrectly, starting from incorrect now. Yeah. Which is such a shame, right? Yeah. 
So it's like I, it's I I I don't even want to be here because it's I, you don't see how it's going to get improved. I don't know. I don't know how it. it get I don't. That's what I mean. I don't know how they. How do you even go about that? Uh, you can't. Major metropolitan city. Like, hey, guess what? We need to to rip up everything and start everything fresh. else is there for the major part, yeah. like most expensive places to live. Yeah. Where like how the cost what do you think of living, cost now? The, like the, yeah, it's insane. But you don't have the infrastructure to carry yeah. all that shit. Materials at an all time high. Labor at a high rate. That's right. You guys are all, everything's kind of still reasonable or still stupid. Is it leveling out? I think for me, the stuff that I get, but I try also kind of um, the supplier I work with has been so great. So we kind of, you know, if I kind of use you, you know, my loyalty is more to you. Of course. And let's make a kind of a deal here. I'll do things in bulk, right? Yeah, Buy things yeah, yeah. in bulk. And so there's, you, there's savings there. Um, I think Romex is still crazy expensive, though. Romex is crazy. What did I get the other day? I was doing oh a hot tub, and I had to get some tech cable. I think it was like twenty something dollars a meter. No. Yeah, six three tech. I think was like twenty bucks a meter, twenty two dollars a meter. And I think I remember looking before. It was like twelve, thirteen a meter. Yeah. Are they just price gouging us? I was looking, I was watching, it's funny you say that, I was watching at CP24 today. Okay. And they came up because all the banks are releasing this week their profits. Okay. Um, their bonuses? Yeah. yeah. So their Q3, yeah. right? Um, Scotia was crazy and all, these, all of them. They've never but been in the black. The one that stuck the out yeah. was the oil and gas. Did you? I don't know if you saw it. No. It's depressing to watch. 1,000% increase over last year. Profit. So why is it going up? Because they got to maintain those bonuses, right? So next year they they need to do more than a thousand percent. They yeah. got to do two thousand percent. Yeah, right. It sucks. Man. So I I thought that was pretty disheartening to see to Very read that. Much. Right, you're making a thousand percent over last year. So and like we're talking about billions of dollars, trillions maybe. Right, they didn't give a number; they just gave a percentage. You know what it is? It's it's a bank robbery. Yeah, everybody's just taking as much money as they can while yep. shit's going on. Yeah. Just keep on grabbing the money bags. Yeah, and then the homeowners think that you're the you're, you know, using that as the excuse. But as tradespeople, we come in and then we're the the punching bag. That can you lower your price? Can you lower your? Oh, price? we talk. Can yeah, you lower price. Right. You have the guys who, um, sadly, um, you know, you see them. You see them on marketplace or Kijiji. Uh, so I had one. I I quoted a, a job to do. I think it was like sixty polites in a house. They sent. I said, give them a quote. Everything was good. They sent me a, a snapshot of the marketplace ad. I think the guy was doing it for thirty dollars a polite to install. To install, installed labor, everything, thirty bucks. How? How is he doing that? Well, I told him. I said, first off, he's probably not using a CSA approved LED light. He's probably there, yeah. there's a lot out there now that you can buy that you can buy. You can probably buy them on Amazon. Three bucks, yeah. four bucks, right? Um, and they're That's not the ones that I scary, use, man. right? Um, you know, there's they're probably not getting an inspection done. They're probably there's probably but it's not apples to apples. How would that work in if a homeowner install or a homeowner <clears throat> gets a trace person to install that they paid for that product? It's not CSA approved, and there's a fire, and the insurance finds out that that pot was not CSA approved. Mm -hmm. Is your insurance claim now void? 
I would think so because part of when you get your license, um, part of ESA's rule is that you're not allowed to install on um, unauthorized unauthorized CSA, CSA yeah. UL. You're legally not allowed to install it, and you'll get a defect from ESA. So technically speaking, if you do, because it's on us, right? Exactly. Yep. So you know, and I try to explain people. Uh, um, I don't know. I think we talked about it. Yeah. On the phone one time, yeah. but there was a point where. You know, I was really trying to explain to people and educate them um, what 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 the difference was. Did this, they get it? I don't think they care. I think it's the bottom line that they'll they can get. They'll care if there's a fire. No, they'll care until the fire happens. Yes. Once the fire happens, they'll care. But up until that point, well, I got 60 pilots for a third of the price or whatever it is, right? And I, I said to the one guy, and it sticks out in my head, um, I said, you know, do you have children? He goes, yeah, I have two little ones. I said, I have two little ones too. Um, I'm not, I don't care. I, I don't care if you go with me. I just don't want you to go with him. Right? Call around. Call other people. Uh, companies that are on Google, call them. Uh, not Marketplace or anything like that. Um, because, you know, first off, you have two children in your house. And also your house is probably the biggest investment in your life right now. Um, what's going to happen when God forbid, I'm not saying he's going to do a bad job. Maybe he's the best electrician. Yep. He just wants to do it cheap. I don't know. He's a nice guy. Um, what are you going to do then when the insurance tells you, sorry, um, based on you, our investigation, you, there was no permit. You have polites. There's no, we never knew about polites. That's the other and, thing is a permit. Yeah. A permit voids your insurance claim. Yeah. If you do not get an ESA permit or You're a building voiding. permit and they find out it was alterations which you'll know right away with polites. Yeah. Right? Um, so are you willing to take that? Is that really worth that? Like A lot of people are. We're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars here. They're, they're totally willing and to And I say, God, for you know, I, I took it to kind of the next step because I said, God forbid something happens to you or your yeah, family. Yeah, Would you live? I, I couldn't live with myself thinking something happened. But all these marketplace Kijiji guys are. Right? They're making so, a living from it. And, and and I don't know what other electricians out there that you're talking to are saying, but I'm, I, they're, they're, they're killing it. I think every homeowner should do their own homework and find out. Like if you've gotten two quotes, yeah. one, let's say it's yours, it's legit, everything's all in line, and you got another one from that's like dramatically lower, you have to tell yourself that you have to get at least Third two one. more quotes. Yeah, exactly. At least two more quotes. Because yeah. if those two quotes skew towards the cheaper guy, okay, then fine. This guy it. is given a bad price. Yeah. But if they're skewed towards this guy yourself Something, and it's in line, funny then the, sh the, the the really discounted guy is wrong. Yeah. And then, but they don't want to hear it. Maybe they don't, don't want to discover it. it. No. And then, you know what? After a couple of times, I, I, I stop, you know, I stop. Uh, Got spectators. Yeah. I saw <laughs> um, you know, I would, I just stop trying. This is the price. There's I'm only not, so much you can tell the, you know, the homeowners in the end. It's I get house. it. I'm a homeowner. Yeah. I have a budget, right? But to me, if it meant holding off for another three months and saving and being able to get it done that way, then that's what I wanted to do. That's what I have told clients all the time. You know, if you can't afford the right price that it's supposed to be, yeah. then you wait. Yeah. But nobody wants to wait. One wants to, they want it now. It's not we're wishing that there's going to be an accident just to go, I told you so. I'm just saying we don't want that accident to happen. Yeah, I'm not, I, I, I hate going out and bashing other guys. That's not me. I don't want to start telling you everyone you find on Kijiji or, or Market. There's good guys out there that are just yes. trying to yes, get agree. things going, right? Get yeah. your name out there. And But, man, it doesn't make, the math doesn't make sense. And you don't need to be, 
even just as a homeowner, think how much does a guy get paid an hour? It's going to take him a di- you know three what days. Did you say? 30, Twenty bucks or thirty? Thirty bucks. bucks, I think it was. Thirty bucks a pop. I think now I saw one the other day for forty. So <laughs> they're slowly increasing, but you know, so just do the math yourself. You don't need to know anything about anything. Uh, a roll of Romex at Home Depot cost me, let's say, two hundred eighty bucks for one fifty or seventy five. One fifty, I think it is. Okay. Two eighty, maybe I think. I Three hundred dollars, huh? Yeah. Remember, it used to be like a buck a meter, ninety cents a meter, something yeah. like that. Yeah. So, um, you know, so let's say don't fit. So you need a couple rolls. So you just start doing the math. Something doesn't make sense here, and you don't need to know anything about electrical to to realize that. You know, and you, you have a professional who's trying to explain to you. I'm not trying to upsell you. I'm not trying. Like, don't go with me, but just don't go with him. Just get two more quotes. Yeah, go out, call a few more people, Google electricians in my area, go on HomeStars, go on. You know what they'll do? They'll Trusted go, pros. They'll go back go to marketplace and yeah. then get two more quotes from there. Right. So, or then they want to beat you down and do cash, right? Ah, uh, yeah, cash jobs. It's it's almost the same evil mm-hmm. at that point, yeah. right? It doesn't work. Yeah. But then again, I don't get it. It's their home. Their family's there. They're there. I don't understand the cash game, anyways, because really, as the contractor. Whether you're electrician, GC, anyone, like cash is probably the worst possible deal you could do. How are you recouping all the HST that you paid? But everybody, or, you uh, know, well they're hiding it somehow. Yeah, you fool around with it, but you know what I mean. Like you're paying yeah. taxes on this material, and you're going to take cash. Like I don't know, it doesn't. There's still a record sense. because no matter how you slice it, you have to get an, a permit, electrical permit, to right. do the job, right? Right. So that's the first thing you're doing. This other person is probably not doing that. No. So once you have a permit and you have scope of work, then you got to document what's going on. Yeah, isn't it wild? Oh, it's just it's crazy. There, I've never done it. I've never one, hired anybody like that. It's the one thing that I had the hardest time coming from commercial to residential was like competing with those types of things because there's a lot more in residential. Huge to the point where like it's not even like to me like I get so frustrated and and like you just feel beaten. I spent all this time on. On Saturday morning, I drove out and I quoted it and I gave like a, such a fair and honest price um, to the point where you're already doubly like questioning like, oh, yeah. that's the number so good, big. too high. And then you give it to them and then they come back and it's like a third of, it's like, man, like I just spent eight hours of my time and it's happening every single time you go out or not every single time, but a lot more than not because I don't even want to do it. You know? All you can do is just say no and go to yeah, another client. Yeah, you know what? Unfortunately, I think the guys out there too, I know a few newer guys, I think when they get slow, they get scared. So they, they'll just eat up like... Take whatever. Yeah, I'll do, you know, he did it for 300. Yeah, I can do it for 300. You know, he'll do that. But then it's going to start a standard, right? Now homeowners like, oh yeah, see, I told you you do it for 300. I just don't know how they're making... The only way they're making money by pricing it that way is that they don't have anything legit. So they have no insurance for their business. No. Right, they're they're maybe not even certified. They don't have a license, right. so they're not getting the permits. So they're they're rushing things. They don't have to wait. There's not the procedure, mm-hmm. and then there's no warranty, mm-hmm. and there's no guarantee that if anything goes wrong, they're ever going to come back. Right, the number you reach is not in service. Yeah, is what's going to doesn't happen. care. Yeah, and then God forbid something happens, your insurance says sorry, and then, then now, it's on the homeowner. Now what are you doing? You I have know. half a million dollars to to knock it down. Let me do a little green book talk here. Potential Ooh. hazards of PVC wire insulation. Did you know this? It's dangerous. 
this is right this is right right yeah many electrical wires are insulated with polyvinyl chloride oh yes yeah another pvc yep. PVC contains dioxin, uh, one of the most toxic chemicals ever produced. That's lovely. Mm -hmm. U.S. Environmental Protection Agency, the lovely EPA, suggests that there is no safe level of dioxin exposure. Thus, any dose, no matter how low, can result in severe health damage, including cancer, immune system damage, and hormone disruption. PVC is flame resistant, but when accidents happen, the heat from overloaded wires and faulty wiring can cause the plastic to melt or even burn. Melting PVC releases dioxins in the air they have long-term effects on health when inhaled and the immediate danger however occurs if pvc is burned when burned pvc releases toxins hydrogen chloride gas and has been known to kill those caught in house fires before the flames reach them that's right it's chemicals man chemicals it's dangerous matt what else you want to chat about as we get close to wrapping it up is it already that time? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I got a little timer here, man. Yeah, that's great. No, it's just uh, I know that uh, I, I, I like that you have a lot of hope for the new generation. I do. Right? That's good to see yeah. here. Yeah, I'm excited to see the stuff, even the, the new generation, new things coming out. You know, these, these kids are smart now. My kid knows how to go on my iPhone. He's four years old, right? <laughs> he knows how to work YouTube. So, yeah. you know, he's probably going to be an engineer maybe. He knows, <laughs> right? <laughs> but these kids are smart now, you know, and, and uh, I'm excited to see what kind of things they come up with. Yeah. Well, the industry, the technology that's coming out, yeah. they're trying to figure things out. Yeah. We're getting closer and closer to George Jetsons and all that yeah. automation stuff and yeah. come home and you start speaking to everything yeah. and all that shit, right? That's have you um, have you ever done many, have seen many of those, um, I think they're like Leviton panels? I've seen them. Have you done any? I haven't done any. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. Just, it's way out of my client's price range. Yeah, it's way out. Pricey. It's six figures, man, yeah. Yeah. when you start getting into that world. Yeah. Versus when you outfit a house these days, average is what? Maybe a 2,500 square foot house, you're in the 60K, 70K to, to wire a house. Yeah. Now you, yeah. you want to bark that number up to 250 yeah. to 300K? I know. Clients are not going to easily bite no. that. It's cool though. It's, it's extremely yeah, it's so cool. cool. Extremely yeah. cool. Yeah. You can read all your power consumption. You oh, can yeah. you can uh, you can mess around. You can control lighting all by your phone right. or by a panel. Or by the panel. Like you can yeah. do a bunch of stuff. No, it's I very very it. cool, but it's so expensive. That's the stuff. That's the problem. I want to see this stuff start coming down, and then we can start doing a lot of. Cool I don't think things. they will. I think that line they got their item, niche market. Yeah, and and it, you know if they sell one or two a month, and that's what keeps them going. You know, whatever that. Obviously, they're hitting that quota. Wasn't that the thing with EV and Tesla? Like. Weren't their price supposed to drop? That's what because I thought. more and more were being sold. I thought the more, it was like the opposite. The more people were buying, the less they were going to cost to build. Yes, but that hasn't happened. No. So it's the same thing up. with home automation. It's a perk. Yeah. So if you're charging so much, why would you drop it? You're mm -hmm. going to make more money if you keep it. Mm -hmm. It's costing you less to produce it. Yeah. But we're not going to drop the price yeah. because whoever wants it is going to buy it. The less you sell, it's actually more expensive for you. Right. What do we know? It's good. It's it's good that you got that optimism in there, man. I think a lot of electricians nowadays are seeing a really good amount of po positive yeah. kids that want to get into the industry. Yeah, and I, that think, I think kids are excited now too with, with all the OYAP stuff. And, yeah. you know, I think it's great. You don't know what to do. Go into OYAP, do electrical, do HVAC, do gas fitting, see where you like, why not, and, and go from there. It doesn't matter, you know, even if you do three years of electrical, you don't like it, jump into another one. You when see guys on trade, 
Oh, I like what he's doing. Okay, go check exactly. it out. You can jump on that one as well. We'll jump on it. You and James, when you guys take on your first apprentice, what's the first thing you want them to do on the first day? <laughs> what should they do I and want, what shouldn't they I've do? I've talked about James because James is obviously younger. Yeah. So he's he's not as old. Uh, he calls it old school. Not old school. He's in his 20s. Because I used a hacksaw. <laughs> he doesn't know how to use a hacksaw. He actually used a hacksaw a couple weeks ago for the first time. He had to do conduit and he forgot his sawzall somewhere or bandsaw. He goes, oh, I don't have my bandsaw. Okay, no problem. I have my sawzall. Oh, sawzall. I don't know. I don't. I don't think he. His dad took it out of his truck or something. So he had to go to the supplier and bought a hacksaw. And he called me like, "Oh, that's was bullshit. What's going on with this?" I said, "Dude, what? You got to move your arm." Yeah, right. So he said he struggled, but I, I thought it was pretty funny. I remember using a hacksaw for four-inch pipe and double unit strut. And I got a funny story about a hacksaw where we were doing a standby generator. I was fascinated because I was curious about it. Yeah. So we had the tech cable. Yes. It was a big unit. Yep. And the apprentice was there. Mm-hmm. And the electrician said, cut it right here. Marked it on the tech. Yeah, you know where this is going, right? Yeah. So he marks it, but he cuts through. Yeah, and hits the wire. No, no, no. This is before it's being installed. Oh. And so it, this is the final connection to the actual generator. Okay. So it's you got to cut through here, but you have to cut the sheath in. Yep. So he just cuts clean right through and doesn't leave the sheath in like he doesn't remove he the sheath in. So he cuts. He's, so he's basically four or five inches short now, <laughs> and he can't reach the generator. Generator's parked hard pipe with gas. Yeah. So on a pad. And problem. then I, all I hear is like, oh, he's like huffing and puffing. He wants yeah. to say, but he can't say. He's wanting to say. And I was like, what happened? He goes, no, no, don't worry, man. You didn't see anything. It's all good. It's all good. Whatever. Yeah. Just tell me what the hell. And he tells me what happened. And I was like, whatever. Well, what do we do now, man? So they try to jimmy the tech yeah. through the whole house to try to get that. certain ways. If we go this way longer, this it worked. Work. But it, I mean, you literally had to like it get was it right tight in. through the whole yeah. wall, right? It's happened. It's happened before, but will never mean, do it again. The kid just like here, cut it here. He didn't think about removing the sheathing. That's right, and having the extra cable to do the final no. connection. He just you said cut it here, right? And that ain't a cheap wire either, right? Ooh. That was a it had to have been about an inch and a half tech. I don't even know what size. It was. So we do. We were service. the biggest one I've done is seven fifty. It's probably about three inches. Yeah, it was not that big. It was. But uh, when you get like in, and that's copper. You a commercial. We do a lot of aluminum. But uh, and he was grimacing as he was going with the hack. eh? You do cutting. You do copper. It's not a good feeling, right? Techs are all aluminum, right? Yeah. Nope. No, they're copper. You do copper. Yeah. Trying to remember, it was copper. Copper. It was probably copper. A lot of the generators want. He did such a good job of fishing that whole line from the panel yeah. all the way through all the studs. And like I left him just enough space to get it so he wouldn't have to fight it and then get it there. And then he cut it right here and then he cuts it short. It all fell through. Fuck. Yeah. But little things you learn. You'll never make that mistake again. Uh, I think someone told me, I don't know if it was like my grandma, but she said the difference of being foolish and stupid is a fool will make a mistake. Being stupid, you'll make the same mistake twice. Yes. Right, so yeah, I'll never get mad at anyone, even when I was a foreman, about messing something on site. If when I come and you tell me that you, it happened, and you can give me an a, a logical answer, like I thought, okay, I can see where where you're getting How it you from. Got to you're wrong. Point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it, you you have to make mis. We've all made mistakes, of course. Right. So as long as you learn from it, let's just move on and get it over with. That's it. 
Matt, now I got to do the 12 questions with you. You okay. ready for that? Yeah, sure. I just want to share everybody again. Triple W, mjelectric.ca. Email is mccarthy at mjelectric.ca. And also info at mjelectric.ca. And on Instagram, it's m and the word and j electric. What is your favorite construction word? My favorite construction word? I didn't even uh, prepare anything. You don't have to prepare. Thought about this. I just ask. I send it to you. I send it to everybody. My favorite construction word would have to be "send it." What is your least favorite construction word? That's so cliche. Like can't. It's true. It's not cliche. What turns you on in construction? Oh, a nice pipe run. You get like ten pipes together, all water falling down the same yeah, same bed. Oh, I know. Nice. All lining up, space the same. Oh. The turns are just oh I know. Oh. It does it does look beautiful, man. Yeah. And those are still exposed in commercial applications. Yep. Always yep. exposed. When you get to the elevator room or yep. mechanical rooms. What turns you off in construction? Just grumpy people, bad attitudes. Miserable to be at work, then don't be at work. Quit. Quit. Don't like it? I'm not asking you to be here. Go get a job at the bank. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite curse word? It's gotta be fuck sakes. Fuck's sakes. Fuck's sakes. What's your favorite vehicle, anything in the world? Just went out to, uh, to a client's. They had a um, Porsche GT4. Nice. Beautiful. Not really a Porsche guy, but that one. Looks nice. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. It makes you look. Yep. Makes you look. What's your least favorite vehicle? Fucking Honda or, or BMW. <laughs> Honda or BMW? They drive me crazy. Really? Yeah. Either or, huh? Either or. They're both the same category. Get out of my way. <laughs> <laughs> what construction sound or noise do you love? Man, the nailer gun. Ta, 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 ta. Oh, no. You know what I really liked? What? I changed my answer. Coming on site in commercial, like we do high rise, mid rise, and you get like 20 drywallers on a floor, and then all the screw guns. Zoop, the zoop, rhythm? Zoop, zoop. You hear that sound? And there's like 20 of them going, and it's yeah. just everywhere. I don't know why I like that. It's nice. It's like production. Yes. It's really smoke and mirrors. It's just a screw. It's production. <laughs> it sounds like a lot's happening. No, it does because you can go upstairs and see just metal Love studs. Yeah. And then by lunchtime, you're, it's half covered. Yeah. Because they just boogie. Yeah. They, half the wires cut in fast. the box. Yeah. I know. That's, <laughs> that's, that's a whole other thing. What construction sound or noise do you hate? When drywallers or framers, whoever's doing the steel studs, use the friggin'... Um, a hand saw to like cut the stud, circular saw. Have you ever seen that? It's like, uh, yeah, yeah, like it's a beaver electric. Yeah. Like it's just like it cho it's just chops it up. Yeah. What's going on? But it's like that, that sound, that high pitch. Because you got the metal blade screaming with the yeah. flexible oh, steel stud. Oh, man. Why do they do that? I don't know. And we're talking about like big companies here. Like that have all the tools. Like I don't they don't want to get the proper. Just, they don't want to get the proper saw. No, the guy's just too lazy. A circular saw here it's on a steel stud. It. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Oh, what would I like to attempt? Give me a sec. Sure. I do a gas fitter. Gas fitter? Yeah. What profession would you not like to do? Plumber. You don't want to be a plumber? Service plumber. Where did this rivalry come from between plumbers? Nothing but love for me. 
but nothing but love. But there's like something. I going think it's on. just like uh, you know over the over the years of just rising. I think it turned into something. That's what it is, right? I don't mind. I could do new plumbing, but send me on a service call. I, I you don't want to do that's service. not. Nah, that's not for me. A lot of money. Yeah, and so they absolutely they should. They Back should, to they the Porsche they, plumbers and Porsche. They deserve every they single. They buy penny. them. Yep. They drive them. Yep. They enjoy them. They deserve every single they penny. They do a shit every day. Yeah. Last question. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at those pearly gates? Good job. Man. I totally forgot to ask you. Are you a Makita guy? No. Milwaukee. Um, mostly DeWalt. Mostly DeWalt? Sparky? Yeah. Um, don't know where that came from. Yeah. I think when like when I started my that foreman must have been the DeWalt guy and that's how it, so it's just cheaper now to buy the bare tool. Yeah. Like I have gazillion batteries. Uh I do have some Milwaukee stuff. We just bought the Milwaukee ten ton punch, electric punch for panels and boxes and stuff. It I don't does even know what that is. From half inch all the way to four inch holes for conduit. Really? Yeah. You just wow. punch. How much is that thing? It was uh twenty four hundred bucks. But you'll use it. We'll use it. You'll use it. Battery operated? Battery. Yeah. M18. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Heavy? Um, Reasonable. The whole case as a set is heavier than Sin. Wow. But uh, yeah, it's not bad. 2400 though. Wow. Well, you'll, you'll pay that off in no... Pro like One job. One job. Yeah. Exactly. One job. You can, you can punch out 30 holes in five minutes. By hand, we used to do it by hand, right? The the ratchet, the Greenlee ratchet. Or guys put them on their impact. That drives me crazy. You're making the tool cry. Yeah. The tool's not designed for that. I said, man, James, are you too old for this? Look, there's tears coming out of that yeah. truck right now. Forearms cramping. I know. Then you got to get a piece of conduit and put it on the handle to give leverage. You're smelling smoke. Yeah. So. You're not seeing it, but you're smelling it. <laughs> And you're like looking around. <laughs> is that me? <laughs> <laughs> the tool is crying and it's smoking. And yeah. like, why are you killing it, man? Yeah. Well, guys that don't use cutting oil. Or, uh, I'll just get a new one. So that's it, man. But we'll see. Matt, thanks so much for being on the thanks show. Thanks so much for having it's me. This is awesome. Thank you for the gifts. And this Absolutely. Is honestly, man. Honestly, like, dude, come back anytime you want to come back. Love it. We'll bring James next time. He's got, yes, a, he's got sure. a better voice than me. Does he? Absolutely. What's he going to sing? Probably a little bit of ABBA or something. <laughs> He's too young to be ABBA. You gotta be he called me. the other day oldies. Uh, I forget what song it was. But what I was is like, he? I was stuck like, in a young body? What's going on there? Oldies? Yeah, like, he huh? called me oldies. Old I was like, school. dude, I was like in grade nine when that came out. I'm offended. <laughs> Deeply offended. Everybody, check him out. MJ Electric. www.mjelectric.ca. Uh, M McCarthy at mjelectric.ca and info at mjelectric.ca and it's on instagram m and the word and j electric and you'll do any work you'll come out to toronto absolutely and all the toronto area yeah and also out in kitchener yep. and waterloo area anywhere for anybody who was listening kw is kitchener waterloo yeah we've um, gone up to french river really yep wow you guys are community custom cottages. how many clicks on the ford that's a rental that's a rental i got t-boned yeah seven Ouch. months ago i still have a rental it's the same thing with Steve. Steve had his rental for the longest. What's going on with the, how come the trucks are not? Just busy. Someone taking your chip or something like that? And yeah. So they wrote a total loss. Wow. I just got the check, cashed a few weeks ago for the, the payment and just being too busy. So now to, you got to go buy a new truck. Yeah. What are you going to get? Same? I like a uh, 1500 I was looking at the 2500 but I think 1500 is better. Are they now. still 90 grand, 80 grand? I found some, yeah, about 80, 82, 79. So nice Dodge 1500. 
yeah. get a few bells and whistles on it. That's it. Yeah. Bro, thanks, man. Thanks. That's it. Thank you, Angelina. We're out of here. Love it. Bye.